Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. So I don't do this often. Um, folks frequently ask me, you know, as a mindset coach, like, you know, what's going to be my homework when you and I, you know, talk and, and enter into a partnership? Like, are you going to tell me to do things when I speak to groups and teams and stuff like that? Like, you know, where's the worksheet or the assignment or whatever? And quite, quite honestly, I don't, I don't do that a lot. My personal belief is that, you know, we have good, solid discussion and we discuss some things and we kick around some things. And basically what I am trying to do is like kick up some dust, I guess, uh, to, to use a metaphor. And therefore when that dust gets kicked up, it, 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 it drives the person to just think inwardly and and be self-aware and be mindful. Mindfulness is a big word now that's being thrown around a lot. And so therefore you kind of pick up your ball and you go home and you get into your own thoughts and you meditate and, and you read and you do those kinds of things. And because of the discussion that you and I had, hopefully I can help you along that path of asking those right questions and wrestling with your own thoughts and, and coming up with pretty much coming up with your own plan of action. Uh, there's not one right or wrong way to, to do some of these things. It's not like these exercises, you know, or or if I gave you an exercise, it's always going to work for you. Um, and so to me, I like to put a lot of the responsibility on the individual that's partnering with me because, uh, if you guys haven't already heard it on here, like I am a, you know, fellow person in the hospital with you, right? Like I'm sick, just like you are. Like I struggle with things and I struggle to consistently be the best version of myself. And so at the same time that you are listening to this podcast, like I am speaking into my phone right now. And this is just as much for me as it is for you. That being said, I'm going to share with you guys something that I am going to put into action or I have already put into action today. Now, here's the background to what I'm about to give you. So tomorrow I am leaving for a race out in Fayetteville, Arkansas. By the way, if you've never been to Fayetteville, Arkansas, if you've never been to the state of Arkansas, period, it is a beautiful state. It's called the natural state. My goodness, what a beautiful state. Actually, it's this race takes place in the springtime. So, so like the trees are just turning green and I just, I love to drive up there. Uh, I love being out there. I love that town, good old college town, University of Arkansas is out there. So anyhow, I'm heading out there and I'm heading out there on Wednesday and this will be the the longest race that I do for the season. So it starts on Thursday and it runs through Sunday. So it's it's a stage race. It's four days long. Um, it's similar to, if you listen to the race recap that I have on here from the tour of Corsicana that I did a couple weeks ago, it's the same thing where, you know, the lowest time wins. Um, and, and I love this race. It's got a really cool feel to it. The promoter does a really good job of providing all of the bells and whistles and just a lot of the little extra things that just make a race feel professional, even though I'm not in the professional field, uh, this time around, I I thankfully have had the pleasure of doing the pro race one time in my career, which was kind of like a, uh, a marquee moment for me, but anyhow, I'm getting ready to head out there. I'm going to head out there tomorrow. I'll actually be on the road you know, literally 24 hours from now. And 
the the struggle or the thing that I'm processing is the fact that it, it is a four-day stage race. It is the longest race of the year. And I want to equate this race carrying a little bit more weight than some of the other races that I've done thus far this year. I, I want to, you know, this race is more important, like a result, a good result here would be more, you know, important or more prestigious than at some other races. And one of the things that I try to do with anybody that I partner with is I try to get us to, again, yesterday's podcast as scatterbrained as it was, was, you know, I brought that point forward of it's about effort. It's about effort, you know, whether this race here will probably have over a hundred guys in it. So it'll be, it'll be the biggest race in terms of the amount of people that I will be competing against as well. But whether it's over a hundred people or it's five people, what I try to do with athletes or anybody that I partner with myself included is I try to say, Hey, it really doesn't matter who is there, who isn't there, where the race takes place, how prestigious the race may be on a calendar or, or unknown it may be in some small town, like effort trumps everything, right? And so I'm trying to position myself before this race to do that, but I can't help that the pro race is part of a national race calendar. There's going to be a bunch of people going out there. There's a bunch of people coming in from all over the the country to go do this race that convene upon Fayetteville. And I can't help but I'm self-aware to know that this race is kind of a bigger deal to a lot of people. I don't want to make it a big deal. But again, I'm in the world and I'm aware, so I get caught up in and I, and I get carried away a little bit with thinking about the race and all of a sudden some extra stress and some extra extra anxiety about thinking about the race kind of creep in. So let's get down to it. I, I honestly... Um, I stumbled across this. It wasn't like I woke up this morning and said, okay, Mario, it's Tuesday, you're leaving tomorrow. So, you know, you better apply this principle or or do this exercise. Um, Here's how it went. I, I just, I got up this morning and I went through my normal routine of reading and journaling and doing all that, having a couple cups of coffee and everything was good. And and then I came upstairs at like 6.15, which is normally the time I come up to start getting the kids ready for school. And I'm and I'm doing that. And then I was like, the mind started going to, okay, what things need to get done for you to be ready to go tomorrow morning? Because you're leaving tomorrow morning. So you need everything done like today so that you can just literally pack the car up tomorrow and head out. And the mind started, okay, now we're processing. We're thinking about that race and what I need to do. And this, for me personally... This is a time where the stress level tends to rise a little bit. Okay, are you making sure that you have everything? Okay, you need to pack a bag. Now think about it rationally. Like, and my bag is packed. Like, I packed my bag 24 hours before I needed to even depart. Now, some of you may be laughing and, and you know, it's funny, right? Um, that's just, that, like, at the same time that me packing my bag 24 hours before I leave is a product of, like, stress and anxiety because because that's what it is because I don't need to pack that early, right? I'm literally not able to pack everything because there are some things that I'm going to need today to be able to train and ride like my sunglasses and chamois cream and some of those items. So it's like, I can't even pack everything honestly anyways, but it's a product of, okay, pack because the stress and anxiety is rising. So, so get your stuff in order and get it together. So the, the action is fueled by stress and anxiety, but then once I pack my bag, 
it brings that stress and anxiety, it brings it down because now I think to myself, okay, cool, you've got your bag pretty much ready to go, you've got your race food pretty much ready to go, so the stress comes down. But you'd be like, well, Mario, that, that, that's a good thing, right? Like the stress kind of moved you into action, the anxiety moved you into action, and then you did something, and then it brought the stress and the anxiety down. And yes, on the surface, that's great, but the problem is, Something else is going to take the place of, okay, now that the bag's packed, what now, right? Oh, okay, you got to get your bike ready. Okay, well, you got your bike ready. What now, right? And then once it's like, oh, well, you have everything ready. You're ready to leave. Then I'm just left with, well, there's nothing you can do. So what are you going to do now that's going to lower your stress and your anxiety? You see how that works? Now, all of a sudden, I have a void. Now, all of a sudden, it wasn't, oh, well, you can do this and then move on to this and then move on to this and it'll continue to just bring your stress and anxiety down. No, I ran out of things to do now. There's nothing left to do besides it being tomorrow, eight o'clock in the morning, me turning the key in my car after it's packed and driving, right? So recognizing, thinking ahead, I go, all right, Mario, you understand that there's like an end to this railroad where literally you're just going to be sitting around with your thoughts and it's not going to be good because nothing you can do is going to bring that stress and anxiety down. So I, again, I don't know how this came about. I don't know how this, how this happened, but I just like, like, which is kind of a cool thing, by the way, just to throw this out there, because as we sit under, um, philosophy as we sit under teaching, as we become more self-aware and as our process involves more of these things that help us to kind of capture our thoughts and our emotions, feelings, and things like that. Like you, we, we understand like our mind is incredible and there are just some things in the subconscious that you're really honestly not really thinking about, but here's how that played out for me. All of a sudden I, I went up to, you know, go get some coffee and I, and I started walking and I started walking like slower than I wanted to. And then, and then I poured, I poured that cup of coffee and then I turned around and before I went back to my, to my seat, uh, to, to read some more, like I just stood there and it was kind of uncomfortable, right? It was like, Mario, why are you standing there? Like you got your coffee now, go back to the chair and, and go sit down and go read some more. Right. And I did this with a couple of other things right? Like I I got up to go to the bathroom and I walked slower to go to the bathroom. And then I started just like narrating to myself everything that, that I was doing. So, okay, Mario, now you're, you're opening up your Kindle to read your little devotional from the daily stoic. Like that's what you're doing right now. Okay. So now you're reading, Hey, slow down your reading. And so basically what I, what I started doing was I started slowing everything down everything that I would do, the normal pace that I would do it at, the normal rhythm that I would do it at, I slowed it down intentionally. Just like I'm slowing down how I'm I'm talking right now. And in doing that, what I'm doing is I'm becoming self-aware of what it is that I'm doing And in doing this, I'm occupying myself with slowing down, thinking about what I'm doing and then going, Hey Mario, why are you, why are you doing this? Right? Like, why are you, 
deliberately walking more slowly? Why are you deliberately reading more slowly? Why are you deliberately, I start, I was packing my bag and I, and I started packing my bag more slowly. And then you go, oh, yeah, I'm doing that because I'm wanting to slow myself down because I'm making this race a bigger deal than it needs to be. And I'm wanting to capture I'm wanting to make sure that I'm not moving so fast that when one of these moments comes that I'm stressed and anxious about the race, that I don't capture it and put that flame out before it gets too big, right? So I'm, I'm doing that. And can I say that it is really neat. I'm really enjoying the feeling that comes from this. And I've done this exercise before. I just haven't presented it to you guys. But so I just encourage you guys to just do this. Even if you're not stressed and overly anxious today, just slow down. Drive more slowly. Like actually drive the speed limit, right? Um, and, and just do that. Don't be anxious about when you're going to get to your location, right? It, it's crazy how if we slow down, our quality of life will go up, right? Maybe less gets done. Chances are like less doesn't get done. And chances are we're more mindful in the quality of what we do goes up, but I don't, I don't want to jump into that. I want to just leave you guys with this. Um, I'm going to try to do this the best I can for the rest of the day, deliberately be slower. And I think it's just a good exercise for us to do um, habitually, right? Work it into our routines. If you want to take this kind of challenge or, or apply this episode, I would love to hear if you do this, like how you felt, like how your day went, like, do you really feel that it was impactful for you? Did it, did it help you? Was it easy? Was it difficult for you to do? I, I would love to hear any feedback or any input that you would have on this. Anyhow, uh, I hope that this is beneficial for you. And I hope that this podcast is being of value for you, of service for you, and helping you to, you know, more consistently be the the best version of yourself. Folks, here's a deal, so that we can be a better version of ourselves for other people, right? Like as we work on ourselves, as we, you know, improve in some of these areas, do we not realize and understand that, man, we're being better dads for our families, better moms for our families, better husbands, better wives, better, better people, better employees for, for those that we work around in our workplace, like better teammates, you know, for, for our teams. Like we're just like, yeah, it's a, it's a personal journey of us being mindful and of us being self-aware, but the impact that we could have on, man, just, it's a way bigger impact than we think, right? Because like, if I'm a good daddy to, to my, to my kids, then when my kids go to school, the two that are in school, they, they, they can be better like classmates to their, to their classmates. And then, and then they can impact them. And then it just, it it just keeps going y'all. And so can we do that? I mean, can, can we 
grasp some of these principles knowing that we can make an impact and it doesn't cost anything and it doesn't have to be anything grandiose or big. We don't have to have money to go get something. Like this is something that we can do to provide a service for society as a whole, for the world. Okay, y'all, that's all I got. Thank you all for listening. Have a fantastic rest of your day.